join us as we take a look behind the scenes with the independent musicians of Louisiana. Learn about upcoming projects before they drop. Experience the rich heritage of iconic venues and get first-hand accounts of exclusive events. Musicians are remarkable people. Get to know them, their struggles, and the inspiration for their art. NewOrleansMusicians.com is dedicated to uplifting the artists and providing them with the tools necessary to elevate their craft. We shine a spotlight on them, as well as highlight the music scene and educate everyone with our interviews, album reviews, and music scene news. This is NewOrleansMusicians.com. You started out in photography doing events for families. I did. Um, actually, I started out doing photography as long as far back as high school. Oh, okay. Um, through my college years, um, I was always artistic to some extent, mm-hmm. uh, be it painting, drawing, sculpting, but I always came back to photography. Um, years and years, I did families, weddings, just. Um, trying to make it as a photographer. Okay. Uh, then got into the, the whole pandemic thing. Um, pretty much everything shut down, as everyone knows. Yeah. Um, New Orleans musicians struggled. They had nowhere to play. They had no venues to go to. Um, they had no outlet. So in their downtime, I started contacting a few of them and said, hey, would you be interested? Mm-hmm. Every one of them said, absolutely. So we started getting together and shooting small gigs at people's houses or backyards or wherever they happen to be playing at. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of escalated from there. That's awesome, man. Did, did, what was, I guess, what was the draw for you personally? Because you, you sound passionate about the music scene music. more so than it was music. family events. It was music. Um, music has gotten me so, through so much stuff in life. Mm-hmm. from the beginning um, my musical background I guess you could say uh, really started getting into it in high school like most people do mm-hmm. um, Black Sabbath uh, hardcore punk bands mm-hmm. uh, that, that was my roots uh, that's what I grew up on Yeah, and uh, I've diversified greatly since then Sure, just with an appreciation for good music right. I think um, a lot of people do later I, on I do. I, I, these days I get a lot of bluegrass and um, Zydeco, sure. Get into that heavy. Um, still going back to my metal roots all the time. Mm-hmm. At this, and uh, for you in high school, um, I guess kind of expanding your musical horizon, so to speak. Were you attending shows? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I grew up over on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Okay, um, they had the Coliseum there. I'd, I'd spend about right. every other weekend out there, whatever show they were playing. Yeah. Um, Got into early early age. Got in a lot of Kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's where most of us get started at. Sure. And uh, saw them a few times there, but yeah, it's uh, just the the whole music arena mm-hmm. just kind of opened up. Now you said in high school you were taking pictures as well. So did oh, yeah. you ever did you ever put the two together? Never did. Never did. Never did. I, I would do a lot of um, wildlife photography. Mm-hmm. Um, Venues, just antique or old buildings, you know, downtown on the coast. Sure. All the old houses that used to be on the there's a lot on the beach there. Yeah. Um, a lot of good subject matter around there. Mm-hmm. 
and you managed to make a living from it, or it was a hobby? Not then, no. Oh, bit. yeah, it was strictly a hobby then. I never really considered making a living with it. Mm-hmm. It was just something I always did. I always had a camera around and, and snapping pictures. My, my kids have told me that whenever I die, everybody's going to know what I did, but nobody's going to know what I look like. Because yeah. <laughs> I was always on the other side of the camera. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was never really a money-making venture. It was... Um, it was a passion, mm-hmm. just something I wanted to do because that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And um, did it bring you places Did you find that you normally, I guess, wouldn't be had you not been walking around with the camera Absolutely. in Absolutely. Absolutely. You walk around anywhere with a camera in front of you, especially as a professional photographer, everybody says, hey, take a picture of me. Yeah. Everybody wants to look good. Mm. Yeah. Everybody wants to look good. And that's, that's what I strive to do, no matter what venue or, or, or situation I'm in, my subject matter has got to look presentable. Sure. You know, and that's my job to make them look presentable. Yeah. Um, good, bad, and ugly, whatever it turns out to be. But it's, uh, it's nice to see people happy and, and, and see them smile whenever they see the pictures you've taken of them. Yeah. And uh, what, what venues or outlets have you been able to make use of to display your photography? Oh, wow. Um, I've got my own website, Facebook, Instagram, everybody's got that. The, the subjects, those are the bands that I shoot. Um, the photographs belong to them. So I usually let them present their, their, their product first. Uh, I'm just the, the, the catalyst to get it there. Sure. Um, did a band two, three weeks ago at, at my old residence that I had. Mm. Um, great backgrounds for shots there. So Your old residence or your my, old hometown? My, my, old, my old house. Oh, okay. Uh, we moved recently from Covington to Ponsatula. Okay. The house that I was in uh, had a band out there to shoot cool. a setting. Yeah. And you know, the pictures belong to the, the subject matter, uh-huh. whoever my client is at the time. So I do let them have possession and, and present it before I put it anywhere. That's not a normal business model, is it? It's not. I don't, I don't try to be normal. How, I don't, how I don't does, want to be normal. How does it go normally for everyone out there? Normally, I mean, you, the, the photographer's contacted. You sign a contract. You, it, it's a formal business deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and it, most photographers that I've come across, it is strictly business. Mm-hmm. This is not a business for me. This is a passion. Never was. Right. This is this is what I'll, I've always been meant to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate doing the, the normal thing. Most photographers don't show up in a, a shoot dress like this either. Sure. Um, I want to be part of the show. I want to be. I don't want the attention drawn away from the artist right. that I'm there for. Mm-hmm. But I want to be part of that experience. Yeah. I want, I want that vibe to, to go out through the band, through me, through the audience. Sure. And the audience sees the pictures a week or two later and says, oh, I remember this. He captured that great. Right. And that's what I want. Brings them back. That's cool. Um, have you been able to, uh, I guess, follow the trail of uh, new subject matter to shoot uh, on merit of the last job, Absolutely. so to speak, word of mouth is the best. Absolutely, and it's I, I feed off of that. I, I want people to say, "Hey, any photographer, look this guy up." Um, I was I was at a show two three months ago, um, shooting the the first band in the lineup, 
um, wasn't able to stick around for the last band. But the last band saw the pictures I took of the first band and said, hey, can you do this for us too? Yeah. I was like, man, I'd be more than glad to. Mm -hmm. And I've done so much work with them since then and continue to work with them. Yeah. Um, Word of mouth is everything. You can do as much advertising or anything else that you can. You can make advertising look great, but the product that you produce has got to look better. Sure. You know, these people, they, these are professionals that you're working with, and they expect professional results. And I try to provide that every time. Yeah, I've seen some of your work, and I think it's important to have both mediums, even if, uh, let's say, the subject's at, at a video shoot, it's still important to have still photography because of what you can achieve. Because I've seen some of your work, and, I mean, obviously, that wasn't going to come from a still from a video. Thank Just, you. It, it can't, right. you know. So it provides a different perspective. And that... I know that you, uh, you caught a shot of me and sent me that, and I had no idea that I had been <laughs> photographed, and you said that's something that you do intentionally. I love doing that. Um, and as I told you earlier, I, I, don't, I try not to call it candid shots, because it's not. It is the, it's a photograph of the person in their natural environment, mm -hmm. being who they are every day. I don't like fo posed photography. I don't like fake settings. Um, I like to catch you for who you are. So you're the antithesis of the wedding Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, the wedding photography thing never really interests me. Mm -hmm. It's um, it's too too much of a setting. It's too posed. It's too yeah. Everything polished. you just said that you did not like. I like it raw. Yeah. You know, as as, as real as I can possibly get it. Mm -hmm. How did it pan out, though? I mean, all things considered, being a wedding photographer, did would was it a little bit more of a cush job or I mean, did it at least pay for your gear? Oh, yeah, it definitely did that. But I, I just, I personally didn't enjoy it. Yeah. It's, uh, the work is definitely there. But, again, I do this for passion. I don't, I don't necessarily do it for sure for paycheck. Sure. Well, that's great, man. I, I think that it's so much more fulfilling to be in uh, your own skin, so to speak, when it comes to what you pursue, not have to, you know, wear this suit or this facade you right. know what i'm saying to to move amongst these people we'll be right back after these messages hey what's up everybody normally in the middle of podcast they uh they give you a bunch of advertisements but on neworleansmusicians.com podcast we like to shout out some of our members today we got the ox band they're originally from and currently living in covington louisiana uh, their genre of choice these days is sludge stoner southern metal type and the artists they're inspired by are Corrosion of Conformity, Acid Bath, Alice in Chains, Black Sabbath, Metallica, Pantera, Down, White Zombie, uh, just to name a few. Uh, these guys are made up of uh, several different age groups, so you're going to find uh, several different eras in their inspiration. Um, when asked what single factor played the biggest role in their decision to pursue a career in music, uh, they said they obviously all love music, all kinds, and the first time jamming they realized, even though there's an age difference between all of them, they still like the same stuff. Great, heavy music is timeless. Cheers to that, son. They've played just in Louisiana. They're a fairly new band. Uh, they released their first two singles, um, Waste Your Time and Straight Away. 
that first was late in 2021 and straight away was uh, April 15th of 2022 and uh, this year they're currently finalizing songs for a full album to be released late in 2022. Uh, you can find them in a lot of places on Facebook and other social media links uh, but you can also find them on neworleansmusicians.com and here's an example of their work. And now back to our show. Um, so you go to the show, and your subject matters there in all their glory. Oh yeah, um, loud as can be. And, Absolutely, and spotlight on them. That's fantastic. It's my job to make them look good. Yeah. Uh, have you been kind of, uh, I guess, sticking to any certain genres or locations, or have you found have you been able to find yourself in, in different genres and, and different Absolutely. locations? Um, whenever I first got into this. Uh, quite a few of the Zydeco bands out in Lafayette uh, started doing a lot of work with them uh, started working with one somebody else would see my work with them and contact me do work with, with themselves mm-hmm. and that just snowballed um, I think one of the biggest things biggest ones that I've really worked with is a Grammy nominee uh, Corey Lede mm-hmm. Zydeco accordion, accordionist from Lafayette mm-hmm. and uh, hell of a player great musician great guy to work with um, but yeah I mean Zydeco heavy metal rock good southern rock yeah um, I, I get into all of it yeah it's uh, the genres has definitely expanded as far as the photography realm yeah I, I don't I don't picture it as uh, no pun intended. I don't picture it as, as some uh, something restrictive. Honestly, I think as long as there's uh, a festive event and color, um, you, you're going to get that shot. Uh, are there are there any genres that you hope to uh, move towards next, just to kind of spice it up a little bit, kind of expand it out a little bit? Yeah. You know, I'm really open to anything. I mean, as long as it's good, talented music, mm-hmm. I'm all about it. Um, no matter what genre of music you get into or you enjoy or you're talented at playing, yeah, it takes so much talent to get up and perform in front of people like that. Oh, I agree. And I envy that. Sure. I, I've strived for years to be a musician. Yeah. And I'm absolutely horrible at it. Yeah, well. Uh, I don't mind telling people that, you know. I'm good at some things, not so good at others. But uh, yeah. I, I've struggled for years to be a musician. And the photography kind of keeps me in front of it. Sure. Um, keeps me on stage with it. Keeps mm-hmm. me, you know, that that uh, that spotlight. Sure. That I don't have any other way. Uh, I guess so. In essence, you're capturing the spirit of these people. Absolutely. Uh, I guess at the best. To be able to freeze that moment in time. Sure. It, it, it's great. It's a great um, feeling. I know zip about uh, photography on the technical side, <laughs> so um, I wanted to make the contrast and ask how you deal with it. Um, obviously, at night in a bar, 
Uh, it's a low light setting mm -hmm. with uh, glaring lights on the stage, and then maybe some festivals during the day, like are so popular in Louisiana. Right. Uh, it's a completely different photographic atmosphere. It how, is. How do you deal with such starch? It is called contrast. technology. Technology. The new cameras that are out today are absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Um, the biggest adjustment. It's going to be what's called the ISO speed, which is the, the film speed. Back in the day where we had film cameras, mm -hmm. um, you had up to 36 pictures on one roll of one ISO setting, mm -hmm. which is the amount of light that the film allows you to develop into it. Um, that has expanded digitally from about 1,600 to about 52,000. Yeah. So I can go into a dark club and take a picture or a photograph of you and make it look like we're sitting in a bright room. Okay. It's, it's, it's great. Um, especially the stage lighting they have now. Uh, most all of the LEDs, just they're so vibrant. Mm -hmm. that, that shows on the artist's face whenever you're trying to capture that. Okay, for the people out there, unlike myself, that are familiar with the tech side of photography, can you go over some of the equipment specifically that you're using, that you like to use? Uh, right now, I'm strictly going mirrorless. Mm -hmm. uh, it's still a DSLR camera. Um, the old technology is you had a shutter that would raise and lower every time you hit the shutter button. Sure. That would capture the amount of light and the picture you're trying to, to accomplish. Now, the, the newer technology is out there are mirrorless cameras. Mm -hmm. there, there's no shutter in there. There's no, there's no lag. Used to, you were, you'd focus in on your subject. You'd have to take the picture, look down, say, yeah, this looks good. I need to make an adjustment here. Get up, take another picture. Everything you see now is through the lens. Uh -huh. All the adjustments that you make is through the lens. Um, what you see is what you get, basically. Yeah. And then, you know, you obviously have to go back and do, hopefully do minimal editing. That was going to be my next question. To get the effect that you want. That I am somewhat familiar with, at least on the videography right. side. So uh, It's the same for photography. Yeah. It's not just working on one frame. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have a preference when it comes to programming that you use to uh, run it through? Photoshop and Lightroom. Yeah. Industry, industry standards. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I try to do very little editing on my pictures. Um, again, I like as raw as I can get. I may sharpen it up, change colors a little bit, but uh -huh. pretty much what you see is what you get. So you do minimal editing because you want it to be, I guess, true to form? I want it to be what I took. Yeah. You know, and I, I will do some extreme color changes and stuff just to get an effect out of a picture for a band. Okay. But as far as like stage lighting and everything, it's, it's, it's set the way it is. Yeah. You know, they, you get the blues on the one side, the reds on the other, and just that effect you can't change that a whole lot. I don't want to change that a whole lot. Sure. Okay, it just looks good the way it is. Yeah. Um, when you're in a bar at night, and um, because even that one setting in itself is a, a big contrast mm -hmm. between the lower lit areas where the crowd is and what's on stage, which has got watts and watts of, of light shining right. directly at you. Yep. Um, and so, I mean, technology's kind of smoothing that out for you? It is. Bit, I mean, with, with one finger, I can change from a stage setting to an audience setting mm -hmm. in a second. Mm. It, it, it's great. <laughs> and without guessing what you're doing, you know, yeah. it's, um, the, the, the knowledge still has to be there as far as the effect you're trying to get out of the picture or what you're trying to make it look like. Mm -hmm. But as far as being able to do that easier, I've still got my old uh, professional cameras that I've had for years that 
I'll, I'll go back to them every now and then, especially in your bright, day, sunshiny days like this. Yeah. Just get good outdoor pictures. But for uh, stage settings, mm-hmm. bars, venues, uh, you can't be, be the DSLR. Yeah. What uh, Do you have a preference between outdoor festivals, indoor, at night? Not really. No? I, I like them all. Yeah. Um, different effects for different shots. Mm-hmm. But... I guess if I had to pick one, I would say probably the bar. Yeah. And not not like a concert venue, like the Superdome or anything like that. But an intimate setting. Absolutely. Yeah. A smaller place with you know two three hundred people in it. Mm-hmm. You can't beat that. You're right there with the band. You're up close. Yeah. You can't get more intimate than that. Yeah, I think that's special. I like that. Um, you kind of touched on it in the beginning, but didn't really say. Um, where has your work been featured before? And I asked the question in a different way, so that's probably why it sure. came out like that. Um, Offbeat Magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, done quite an extensive amount of work with them. Um, some of the other local band websites. Uh-huh. I've got a lot of my pictures on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really like to put it out there until they do. Sure. Uh, I get a lot of photo credits on their websites from it. Mm-hmm. But again, my work belongs to them once it's released for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, until you see it and you see it on there, that's, that's where it's at. It's so mysterious and secretive, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool, man. I appreciate it. Uh, unless you got anything else to add, I think we can. Man, that's just wrap it. it up. You know, it's just after the whole everybody coming back from the the stuff that was out there. Yeah, it's great to see music returning. Um, it is. It's good to see live music. I never really realized how much I missed live music until it wasn't there. You're not kidding. You know, and one of the first groups that I shot um, was a a very small restaurant setting. They were outside playing. It was their first time playing live back from everything being shut down. Yeah. It was a a duet, uh, husband and wife playing. I was doing pictures. They finished their first set. Everybody stood up and started applauding. Mm-hmm. This woman started crying. Just because the sound of the applause after two years of not hearing anything. Wow. You know, and being there to capture that on film. Yeah. Or in, in pictures. That, that's what turned me on to all this. It's just capturing that emotion that the music can, can bring out in people. Sure. And that's, that's the only reason we listen to it. Music makes us feel a certain way. Yeah. You know, no, matter, no matter what type of music you listen to. And to be able to capture that for somebody to look at later. Sure. That's, that's what I'm all about. It counts for something. That's great, man. Thank you. Cool. Hey, this is Levi from Mistlayer, Southern Brutality in 1016. Look, man, we all start off as jam bands. Get together, we push our souls all throughout the speakers, man. Simple as that. The connections that we form with our crowds and followers is nothing like any other. We'd love to have you back. Click that on button, show your support, or you can check us out at Buy Me a Coffee. Black, black, black. Black, black. Black, black. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Buy me a coffee, black, 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 black. That's buy me a coffee, backslash, the music. I said, buy me a coffee, backslash, the music. I have spoken. Yeah, 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 yeah.